You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. Welcome, welcome. Yes, it is me. Yes, it is live. And uh, if you're watching on the webcams, I am sitting here. I don't have a shirt for you to guess at today. I had a wonderful listener uh, email over the weekend and, and wanted to guess a shirt. And, you know, I, I was in a rush today. I'm not going to lie. And uh, I didn't uh, I wasn't able to put on a shirt to, for, for everyone to guess with. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, go back and listen to some of the latter shows. <laughs> No, you don't have to do that, uh, but you should. And if you want to, while I'm on that, if you want to listen to any On Point with Victor, and by the way, you are tuned in to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. And uh, phone numbers, nah, I'm not going to give the phone number out today. We have too much to talk about today. Uh, but the email, if you want to email me, email me at victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. Uh, you can jump on, I mentioned the webcams. Uh, you can jump on Facebook uh, live at the America's Web Radio Facebook, and you can watch me live. You can watch me live on YouTube as well, um, as long as I don't end up in YouTube jail again. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> so, um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, a couple of shows ago, I wore a shirt, and, and uh, I, want, I, I let listeners guess uh, what was the meaning of the shirt and what did it stand for. And those who got it right, was they received an On Point with Victor t-shirt. And that t-shirt, if you haven't seen it, folks, on the front, it says the On Point with Victor show. And on the back, it says, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And uh, you can get one of those shirts, folks. Just email me, victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. I've got great listeners down in Florida who make those shirts for us. So let's support them uh, as they and many others, by the way, support me. And if you want to, you can as well by becoming a patron. If you become a patron of this uh, show, the On Point with Victor show, you can go to americaswebradio.com and go to On Point with Victor, and you can become a patron and support the show. Folks, we can't do this for free. Uh, you know, I would, but we can't. You know, the radio station's got to make money. So um, anyway, thanks to those listeners out in Florida who are big supporters, and thanks to all of you who are patrons and supporters of the show. I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart. Uh, so, okay, let's get uh, let's get to some show. Let's get to some topics. Um so I am back. Uh, look, folks, last week I was in Vegas. Don't be too jealous. Um, you know, Vegas is an interesting place, and it was amazing to see the difference because I was there, if you remember, a month ago, and they drove me crazy with the mask because, folks, I will not put on a mask unless you run me down and you ask me to put one on. So, um, And, again, if you're in a private business, if they want you to wear a mask, then if you want to do business there, you'll, you know, you put it on. And, and that's the way I do, but I, but I make them ask me. Um, and in Vegas a month ago, they were pretty crazy about the mask. But this week, this past week I was there, they didn't care of two bits on who was. They wanted the business because a month ago uh, I was in Vegas and I had never seen so few people in Vegas. But last week, people were pouring into Vegas. And uh, I'll tell you this, they weren't uh, being uh, any kind of enforcement on the mask, you know, uh, not at all. Not one restaurant I went to, not one casino I went in, not, not one hotel, not whatever I was. Um, I did not get hassled about a mask, and it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, and then, I think it was Wednesday, and the CDC, you know, they put out their, you know, uh, amazing how the CDC will cave uh, when they realize that their credibility is 
basically gone. And that is the only reason the CDC reversed their course and said, if you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask. And uh, once that went into effect, then I mean, I have to hand it to Vegas. I was at the MGM Grand and within seconds, it seemed like they had brand new poster boards being put out that said, if you're vaccinated, no mask. Uh, so it was it was pretty neat. Uh, but again, there was no no enforcement. It was quite nice to see. And then once that CDC um, ruling came down about vaccinated, no mask, then uh, that was it. That was that. Uh, all the mask signs started coming down. So it was it was really, really nice to see. And, and I point that out because Vegas is run by still libtards. Um, and <laughs> don't worry, I'll get I'll get in trouble for that for Media Matters. But anyway, um, the Democrats run and the unions run Nevada, but the difference is the unions have so much power in Nevada that when they want to get back to business and the casinos have to make money, then suddenly, you know, the masks don't mean much. And uh, and that's what you saw in Vegas because, you know, you look at California, that bozo out in California is still trying to force you to wear a mask. Uh, the bozo in Chicago, still trying to make you wear a mask. The bozo in New Jersey, still making you wear a mask. Um, it is ridiculous what the blue states do, but Nevada is a little different because Nevada is run by the unions, not just the Democrat goons, but union goons. And the casino bosses, well, they want to make money again. They, they've got a whole year of non-revenue to make up. So uh, it was it was really interesting to see. But, uh, okay, enough about my trip to Vegas. Um, I, you know, look, uh, I'm just going to jump right into to, to some things. Uh, but, but I want to point out, folks – Let's remember, let's remember what just a few, let's a year or, well, let's say right before, right before the, the Rona's hit. Um, but let's remember where we were, folks. It wasn't that long ago when we had blooming peace in the Middle East. We had a peace accords happening and being signed uh, in the Middle East. Uh, we had under $2 gas. Uh, we had high-paying union pipeline jobs. Uh, we had 7 million jobs that weren't filled because we just didn't have enough people to fill them. Uh, we had record employment. A record number of, of Americans were in the workforce. Quite opposite, if you remember the Obama years. Under the Obama years, we had a record number of Americans out of the workforce and not being counted in the unemployment numbers. But just a year and a half or so ago, we had record employment for Americans. We had record employment for black Americans, record employment for Hispanic Americans. We were reaching records for women in the workforce and the opportunities for women in the workforce. We had practically no inflation. Uh, there was plentiful to go around. And what do I mean by that? Folks, look, you can look throughout history. Whenever there is plenty to go around, whenever we have an abundance, then there's peace. There's natural peace in a growing economy. Uh, we had that a year and a half ago. Um, not today. 
um, we had booming red state, and this is just six months ago, we had booming red state economies coming out of the pandemic. Why red state economies? Because you had DeSantos, our next president, uh, we had DeSantos in Florida uh, who who refused to bend to the will of the Democrats and open his state. You had Kemp in Georgia who refused to bend to the will of the Democrats and open Georgia. You had Tennessee open, Alabama opening, Mississippi open, Texas, thanks to Abbott opening. And so you had the economy that was firing on many cylinders because of the red states. Uh, we had that just mere six months ago, folks, just a mere six months ago. Um, we had China respecting the United States, you know, a year, a year ago. Um, we had China coming to the negotiation table. Um, we had China having to actually answer to to the wrongs they have been doing. I mean, they've been taking the United States to the cleaners. And uh, and the last over a year and a half ago, we were really bringing the, the level. We were leveling the playing field. Let's put it that way. The international stage. It was amazing. The United States was up here again. The United States was leading the way again. The United States was respected. And, and that was just a year ago, a year and a half ago, folks. It was, uh, we, had, we were doing something about child trafficking. We were doing something about the border. We had the most secure border that the United States has seen in, in many, many, many years. And that was just, that was just six months ago, folks. Um, we had natural wage increases across the board. The middle class had never seen such fast rising wages. They haven't seen that in, and it was probably a record, but I'm not sure. But I know they we hadn't seen that in years and years and years. That was just a year ago, year and a half ago, folks. And now, I mean, I, I could go on and on with more, uh, but you get the point. But now, let's fast forward to today. Let's fast forward. Let me ask, how many of you listeners today would trade some mean tweets for under $2 gas? How many of you would trade some mean tweets for non-gas lines? And don't tell me, oh, Victor, Victor, it was hackers. It was Russia that hacked the pipeline. I don't care who hacked the pipeline, folks. Were we still energy independent? We wouldn't have had the problems that we had when that one pipeline went down. Uh, Folks, let me remind you, it was Joe Sleepy Biden who shut down the first pipeline, not a hacker. It was Joe, uh, I, I hope I can remember where I am, Biden, who shut down a pipeline the very first day he took office. So don't give me this business about how the pipeline in Alpharetta, Georgia was hacked. I know it was hacked, folks, and it was terrible, and we got to do something about that. But had we still been energy independent, had Joe Biden not shut down the, uh, the first pipeline, Keystone, we wouldn't have been so susceptible to one other pipeline getting hacked. You see, folks, every action that is taken policy-wise from a government who doesn't care about you, all they care about is the green, nude, some kind deal. All they care about is a Marxist way to do things that gets them more power, that empowers the elite. And every policy they make, it's going to have effects. It's going to have ripple effects, ripple effects, ripple effects. It's like you take that pebble and you drop it into the calmest water you can find. Drop the pedal in there and watch the ripples and ripples and ripples and watch those ripples build. That's what happens with bad policy. Now, the opposite can be said for good policy, such as what we had the previous uh, with the previous administration. 
when you have a good policy, the ripple effect from that good policy will just carry and carry and carry, and then that that is what rises all ships on all people, all Americans. Uh, but we're not seeing that today, folks. We're not seeing that. So look where we are today. Look where we are today after after some of you. Because you were so offended by some tweets and you so were angered at the orange man bad, you don't know why. You were just told to hate orange man bad. Uh, you were told that, that his tweets made you uh, uncomfortable <laughs> or, or whatever your reason. Uh, but you ended up, you know, five, six months ago putting in the oldest, the whitest, former segregationist, 50 year career politician. Uh, a man who's in mental decline, obviously in mental decline, uh, with a VP who is so far in over her head, it would be laughable were it not so serious. Uh, but we ended up, or many of you, ended up electing this guy, Biden and, and Kami Harris. And now look where we are in just a few, you know, normally, normally it takes about 12 months, 18 months for Democrat uh, ridiculous policies to really screw things up. It took four to six months to cause the damage that Biden's doing now. And why? Because before, folks, when we had a Democrat administration come on, not all the Democrats were Marxist-leaning, socialist-thinking people. They still actually loved America. They had a different view, and they wanted more power. But they didn't have the view that they have today in unison, which the entire Democrat Party, the elected Democrat Party today, they are Marxist-leaning in the disguise of the Green New Deal. So these policies – and look, folks, look how quick, four to six months it took for their policies to just really put the United States in a downward spiral. Uh, so let's look, at, let's look at the last six months. Where, where are we today? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make you wait. I want you to think about where we are today, and I will tell you where we are today when we come back from this first break. So, folks, you hang tight right there. This is the On Point with Victor Show. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. 
Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. And we're back, folks. We're back. Welcome, welcome. Uh, okay, so I hope you had a moment to think about it. Um, but let me tell you where we are today. So today, we have gas lines. We have over $5 gas now, depending on where you are. Uh, if you're in California, you're reaching $5 and over in some other states as well. Uh, if you're in uh, Georgia, Tennessee, you're seeing uh, $3 gas and, and up. Uh, and getting well, getting to three dollars uh, and over, and in uh, in Vegas, you were three and a half. Well, actually, it was it was almost four bucks by the time I left Vegas last week, um, folks. Gas six months, eight months ago, in some places, was a dollar sixty, and in the short time that but remember. Biden took office, and one of the first things he did was shut down a pipeline. That didn't just kill 11,000-plus jobs, which it did. That started to kill restaurant industries and, and other service industries around that pipeline in that town. And then you start affecting supply. And when you affect supply, folks, I don't care where you were educated and I don't care what your academic pedigree is. And I don't care how smart you think you are. The laws of supply and demand are steadfast. And law, the laws of supply and demand will catch you. No matter if you're Keynesian theory or Marxist theory, which is Keynesian theory, um, basically. I, I mean, socialist, it doesn't matter how good your feelings are. It doesn't matter how good it makes you feel. It doesn't matter how, how virtue signaling you think you're signaling. None of that matters because the laws of supply and demand are steadfast. And when you screw up supply, you're going to screw up the price. Because when you screw up supply, you can't control demand, folks. There is a demand out there. Uh, the United States, as well as many other countries, uh, you, you're you not going to survive without the coal industry, without the gas industry, without oil, without fossil fuels. Let's put it that way. Um, you're not. There's no windmill in the world that can generate the power that we need. There's no solar panel in the world that can generate the power we need. There's no battery pack storage that solar power can store power to power the need that we need. The, 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 the just It's just not there, folks. Hey, maybe one day it will be, and I hope it is. 
you know, nobody's against uh, solar power or wind power. I, uh, I, I myself, I love solar power. I love the idea. I'm actually having my current house. Um, I'm having it estimated to see what what how much it would uh, cost to put solar panels on it um, to see if there's advantageous for me to do it. I think it's awesome, man, and I'm looking into it because I've got just an awesome corner lot, and I've got an awesome roof, and I've got amazing sunlight because I don't have a lot of trees on one side. Uh, so it's my choice, though, folks. Um, I don't want anyone to force me to do it, and, 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 no, and no government should force anything because you cannot force innovation. You can't force a, a market. Uh, you can't force things to market because the free market is going to always, always, the free market is the best way to go. Um, so when you shut down a pipeline your first day in office, you're going to see price increases. So we were starting to see price increases for gas already. And then when you're shutting down pipelines, and he didn't just do that, folks. Biden also put a, a, a moratoriums back on no drilling in certain areas in the United States. So he's not – no more permitting for drilling. So – and then they're making it harder and harder for companies to get permits in other places. So drilling on the whole has slowed down. You had a pipeline shut down. They're trying to shut down other pipelines. And then what happens? A hacker comes in and does what the Democrats wish they could do. Understand this point, folks. Not one Democrat in the Biden administration, not one elected Democrat in Washington had a problem with the pipeline being hacked and shut down in Georgia last week. Not one elected Democrat had a problem with it. They won't tell you that on TV. They will grandstand and act like that they feel your pain. You know, you remember that guy? You remember me? I'm President Bill Clinton, and I feel your pain. And I I did not have sex with that lady, that girl. I didn't. Yeah, remember him? I feel your pain. Folks, Democrats will grandstand all day in front of any camera that they can get in front of. But behind the scenes, let me assure you, none of them cared about that pipeline being hacked and shut down. They were rejoicing because that hack did what Democrats wish they could do tomorrow. If AOC and Pelosi and Schumer and Biden and Kamala and the rest of that gang had their way, they would shut pipelines down, all of them. They'd shut them down. Except, understand, the elitist, Kami Harris, Biden, uh, Schumer, Pelosi, AOC, the elitist in Washington, they will have their own secure pipeline and they will have gas. They will never be without, but you will, and that's okay to them. You, the peasant, you don't need to drive every day. You take the government train. You take the government bus. That's good for you. But not for them. The elitist will never bear the burdens that you are the, the for, are forced on you. <laughs> so understand that. Understand that. We the people will bear the burdens. The elitist in Washington will never bear the burdens that they force on you. You really, really need to let that sink in, folks. Especially if you're a sycophant, uh, letter D voter out there. You can't just let go the letter D and you vote Democrat because you think it's in your blood. You think it's in your DNA. Uh, look, folks, today's de- elected Democrats are not the Kennedy Democrats. They're n- they're not even the Bill Clinton Democrats. Um, 
So, folks, you've got to understand. You've got to understand. Every elected Democrat in Washington, D.C. was rejoicing when the pipeline went down in Georgia. And this is what they would love to do. They wish they could do what those hackers did. So don't make a mistake. They they were not upset about it. Uh, but look at what that pipeline – look at what happened, folks. Like this, in the snap of a finger, that pipeline went down and then – shortages immediately shortage why because biden already shut down one pipeline he's stopping drilling in many areas he's won't permit drilling and he's making it harder for areas to get permits for drilling so you stop all that and then you have the hackers go and shut down a pipeline in georgia what happens you get instantaneously gas shortages now we could talk about price gouging, folks, because it is absolutely ridiculous when a government comes, and I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat, because the Republicans are guilty of this, too. The establishment Republicans drive me insane when they get in front of the cameras and they start, oh, we're not going to allow gas gouging or price gouging. Let me tell you something, folks. Last week, we wouldn't have run out of gas so fast, and all the stations, they wouldn't have run out had they let the free market price the gas. So, yes, gas would have hit $10 an hour, which the Democrats would have loved. But the free market would have had that price at $10 or more a gallon, which would have stopped people from, from panic buying. You would have gotten gas, and you would have gotten as much as you needed to get you through the next week. And that's a natural progression of what happens with the free market. Uh, so don't talk to me about price gouging because it just really irritates me. But, hey, remember, I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm just right. Uh, so anyway, so that's where we are. We are today. Where we got gas lines, we've got gas shortages, we've got five dollar plus gas. Um, we we've got China eating our lunch again. Uh, we've got Russia licking their lips because they want some of that lunch. Uh, we've got um, most Iran, Iran rattling their sabers again. Um, we've got – look at what Hamas is doing to Israel, folks. That never would have happened if President Trump were still president. Uh, China wouldn't be doing what they're doing. The Russia wouldn't be doing what they're doing. You know, they're all trying to start rattling their sabers and talk tough. The North Korea rattling their sabers again. Remember, folks. We had four years of the previous administration, which was the first administration that did not get us into a new conflict. It took Biden less than two weeks to start bombing the you-know-what out of Syria. Okay? Many of you don't know that because you watch CNN or you watch NBC, ABC, CBS, or whatever else. You know I mean? Folks, you get, you got to get out of your bubble. And you got to start and see, seeing for yourself what's going on, folks. But uh, but anyway, so we've got the world going into chaos. And in just the last four to six months, you've got gas lines. You've got gas shortages. You've got $5 plus gas. Um, we have labor shortages. Folks, when was the last time we had a labor shortage in this country? Think about it. Think about it. We can't get in. And if you think the gas line business and shortage is over, you're mistaken. Because... We have a labor shortage right now, so we don't have enough truck drivers delivering product. And that's going to affect gas. That's going to affect your everyday products. Um, and we have a labor shortage because the Democrat Party, with help of some establishment Republicans, Liz Cheney, uh, who are w- paying American citizens to sit at home and not work. And when you pay people not to work, they're not going to work. And you're going to get labor shortages. And that's what we're seeing now. Look at the restaurants. Look at pizza delivery chains and food delivery. There aren't enough delivery drivers. There aren't enough Uber drivers. There aren't enough Lyft drivers. There aren't enough waiters. Folks, I went to a restaurant in Vegas, 
and I had there there was maybe three seats in this entire restaurant and I still had to wait 20 minutes to get a table because there was basically two waitresses who were overwhelmed with just a few tables there's a labor shortage folks and it's caused by the Biden policies and uh, it is ridiculous but that's where we are today but in just four to six months folks that's where we are a labor shortage gas lines gas shortages over five dollar gas uh, China eating our lunch again uh, Russia rattling its saber Iran rattling its saber I mean folks I could go on and on but I think you get my point uh, alright got to take a next break here folks don't worry this will be a quick break we will be right back this is America's Web Radio On Point with Victor Hello, my name is Rick White and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame and if you are a Georgia veteran and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia or you've lived here 10 years or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army with training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering. An Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, we are back. And remember, folks, the email to reach me, Victor at America's Web Radio.com. Victor at America's Web Radio.com. Uh, all right. So, what is the Democrat solution? So, they've screwed things up pretty royally in four to six months. And, and again, folks, if you're a sycophant out there who, who votes for the letter D, who blindly stands with a Democrat, um, you can't not see what's going on. You know you were doing better a year and a half ago. You know you were doing better. Even even coming out of the pandemic at the end of last year, you know you were doing better. Uh, and you know you loved paying a dollar fifty and a dollar sixty for gas. You know you did. And now look where we are, folks. Look where we are. You just had to put in Biden. You had to take out orange man bad because you didn't like his tweets he made you feel bad uh so now now where are we folks so you see the problems we have now in this country we have a shrinking economy we have a labor shortage we have an exploding middle east we have uh iran threatening everybody 
North Korea is threatening the United States. Um, we have unemployment rising in the United States. Uh, all of these things, folks, all of these things have happened in the last four to six months. And, uh, and uh, oh, legendary Dave, what's that? Oh, and oh my gosh, thank you, David. How could I forget? David is talking to me and telling me, how could I forget this? Uh, look at the border crisis. I, I don't even know how I left this out. Um, folks, six months ago, we had the most secure border that the United States has seen in years and years and years. And then Biden comes in, and on the first day after he killed the pipeline, he killed the border wall uh, construction, and then he immediately reversed uh, the uh, stay in Mexico rule that Trump had a relationship with Mexico. Let me tell you something. The president of Mexico, and this is something I know about because, you know, I go to Mexico a lot, uh, and that is where my family, a lot of my family is from. And uh, I and I am not afraid to say this. I am a dual citizen. I am a citizen of Mexico. I can vote in the Mexican elections. And one day I'll bring my ID voting card. Yes, an ID voting card. Every citizen of the country of Mexico, a socialist democracy, has to carry with them a voting card. In fact, when we go to the next break, I'm going to get out my voting card so I can show you, those of you watching on the webcams. But the socialist democracy of Mexico requires citizens to have a voting card. You know what? No one in Mexico goes, it's so racist. Yeah, they don't do that there. Only in this country can people be so uh, easily, easily um, What's the word I'm looking for? Manipulated. They can be so easily manipulated in this country, folks. It's it's amazing to me. There's nothing racist about a voter ID card. Um, but but look at the border crisis. Biden comes in on day one and he gets he stops construction of the boarding wall. He ends the stay in Mexico rule. He changes the asylum or tries to change. I you know the asylum laws are pretty set. But he starts changing the rules. Everything that Trump did, just because Trump's name was on it, he reversed it. Let me let me repeat this. The, from the administration who thinks they're so smart and from the academics who think their pedigree makes them smarter than everyone else out there. Uh, this is the Biden administration. This is the, the college professors and, and the Democrat lawyers and blah, 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 all of them. They, they think they're so smart, but yet – when Biden gets into office, and they, this is what they tell him to do. If Trump's name's on it, reverse it. Don't take a look and see, hey, maybe this was a good policy. Maybe this was actually helping the United States. Maybe this was helping the citizen. Oh, no. They didn't do that. They just said, hey, there, there, there's, a Trump, there's Trump's name. Reverse it. So what happened? A full-on open border, folks. Even yesterday, I was watching a news story of them. It was the other day. Filming live of these migrants just coming across the border, just coming across. They're wading through the river, and they're walking up, and they're turning themselves in. The mass, mass problem at the at the border, folks. Children, let me tell you something, folks. This was out there yesterday, and, and you have to dig and dig and dig to find this news story because the, the Biden sick of it media is, is burying this story. There are children that are being released willy-nilly at our border into this country to people who we don't know what they're doing with them. We don't know where these kids are. So we went from uh, six months a year ago to actually putting a dent in child trafficking and, and doing something about child trafficking to now today to where we're exacerbating child trafficking. We're making it easy for children to be abused. You know, 
remember every election cycle, the Democrats, it's for the children. We got to do it. Hell, the CDC it today is 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 putting out it's for the children they still want children in masks and they still want and and you've got the idiot governor in new jersey we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna not pay attention to what the cdc is saying about the vaccines even though we told you all last year we got to follow the science well now we're not going to follow the science because the cdc wants us to give up power and we don't want to give it up so you see you have to wear a mask and so now they're saying it's for the children look folks i will make a prediction to you right now what what you're about to hear in the next few weeks, next few days, I'm sure, you're going to hear not wearing a mask makes you racist. And not wearing a mask, you're you're killing children. That's what you're going to hear next. That's what you're going to hear next. Because the idiot up there, in, and I shouldn't say that. I should be nice. The moronic, misguided governor in New Jersey basically came out yesterday and said, no, I'm going to force the citizens of New Jersey to wear masks because we're going to do it for the children. Let me give you some hard truths, folks. Your child has more likely a likelihood of dying in a car today than that child has of the coronavirus. So are you going to ban your child from a car? I mean, is the Biden administration going to put restrictions now on children in, in vehicles? I highly doubt it. So again, folks, this is all virtue signaling. This is all theater. It's all for show. And it's all because the Democrats don't want to let go of power. I told you a year ago, if you, the citizen, if we, the people, allow Democrat politicians and maybe some establishment Republicans, Republican politicians, if we give them this power, because the only power that these politicians can derive is from us, from we the people. And if we give them the power to force mask mandates, they're not going to give that power up easily. And here we are today, folks. And you're seeing Democrats every day who do not want to let this power over you go. And so many of you are so fooled. Folks, the science on masks, I've told you before, masks do not stop the transmission of respiratory viruses it's been on the cdc website it might still be on the cdc website mask do not stop transmission of respiratory viruses they just don't in fact there is a man this was a story was out yesterday and i can't remember where what state he was in uh, and he admitted to this for a year he's been wearing not one, but two masks. He wears an N95 mask, and then he covers that with a cloth mask, and he's been wearing uh, gloves. He's been doing this for a year. This man contracted COVID-19, the coronavirus, the Wuhan virus. He contracted it in November of last year. Months and months and months and months after he – every day, if he went out of his house, and even in his house, this man was wearing an N95 mask – covered by a cloth mask with gloves on and he still got the virus and you know what this man said the other day he's going to still wear his two masks and his gloves even though he still contracted coronavirus with all that mess on so folks the mask thing it's all a power i told you before it's a power thing and the democrats aren't going to let it go because if you allow them to force you to wear that what are they going to force you to wear next that is the way you need to understand this folks you need to look at it so 
All right. I want to move on a little bit. Um, I, I, I have to talk about is Israel and Hamas. And folks, this, this is not about being, uh, Jewish or Muslim or, or Christian or, or Hindu. It has none of that, folks. This is merely a terrorist group who wants to wipe Israel off the map. You have to understand in, in, and, and folks, I, I'm not going to get too biblical here. I'm not going to get too 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 much into history. But if you want to go back, you know the people of Israel actually have a biblical right to the land they're in. Uh, not many people can say that. Uh, you can look this up for yourself, and 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 you don't have to be a, a a very religious person to say. But but no, since I brought up religion, let let me deviate and say this real quick, folks. I don't care if you're Muslim, if you're Jewish, if you're Christian, if you're Hindu, if you're Buddhist. I, I don't care. Uh, but have faith in in, in, in some type of, of, of God, I guess is what I'm saying. It, 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 well, let me put it this way. If you don't have faith in God, then you're going to have faith in something that you probably shouldn't have faith in. And and let me take this to the mask thing. The mask thing has become a cult. It's become a religion. And if you're out there grasping and you don't, you, you, you just don't, you don't have anything to have faith in, you don't have faith in a God, in, your, in, in God, then you're putting your faith into a mask. <laughs> so, and that mask becomes your religion. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty sad, folks. And, and it isn't going to bode well for you, but, but anyway, uh, if you want to look at Israel, the Israel, the, the, the Israelis, Israel is a country in the Middle East that is pretty much the only country of democracy or, or freedom and liberty. That's it. This one little place in the Middle East that thrives because they have freedom and liberty. Uh, the people of Israel aren't starving. But take a look at the people around them outside of Israel. The people of Israel are getting educated. Um, there's a reason for that, folks. There, there's freedom and liberty in Israel. And the, there are many countries around it that don't like them because of the freedom and liberty that they have. And the more people that see freedom and liberty, they kind of tend to want freedom and liberty. But you've got so many governments over there surrounding Israel that don't believe in freedom. They don't believe in liberty. And that's a problem. And those countries want to wipe Israel off the map. They don't want a beacon of freedom living in between all the monarchies and, and the terror, tyrannical governments that are out there, uh, especially the terrorist-led governments. Um, but you've got Hamas. And, folks, Hamas is a terrorist organization. You don't have to take my word for it. The global community, and so many of you Democrats out there, my Democrat listeners, just love to talk about the global community. Well, let me tell you something. The global community, all in unison, label Hamas as a terrorist organization because that's what they are. Let me remind you what Hamas has done. Hamas takes body bombs and puts them on children. They put them on women. Women. They put them on men, and they send them into school buses in Israel. They target children. They take bomb bombers. They, they, they strap a bomb on a person or a child, and they put them on a school bus in Israel, a children's school bus, and blow it to smithereens. That is evil, folks. That is terrorism. That is what Hamas does. They've sent 
bombers to marketplaces. They send them to religious areas. They send them to schools. And they blow people up. And now Hamas, folks, over the last week, Hamas has launched about 3,500 missiles. Not Roman candles, not bottle rockets, missiles. 3,500 missiles have been launched into Israel. Now, folks, think about it. Think, what if you lived up by Niagara Falls? What if you lived right on the border of Canada and Canada started lobbing missiles into your state? What do you think the response should be? Should you just sit down and go, oh, gosh, wow, well, let's just let them bomb us? No. We would retaliate and we would protect the citizens of whatever state was being bombed. And that's what Israel is doing. Now, Israel has every right to defend themselves, and they really, really have the right to defend themselves indiscriminately. But I'm going to tell you something that Israel's doing that no media outlet will tell you. Well, maybe Fox News will tell you, and, and media and talk radio will tell you, but nobody else is going to tell you this. So you hang tight. We'll be right back, and I'm going to tell you what Israel's doing. We'll be right back. Quick stakes. That's Q-U-I-K steaks are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of quick steaks. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's quick steaks, Q-U-I-K steaks, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. Uh, Just love the music of Pointless. Um, 
Okay, as promised, right here, if you're looking at the webcams, this is my official Mexican voter ID card, which every citizen of Mexico has to, <laughs> it does have my picture on it. And that's not a good picture, so let's not make fun of it. <laughs> so, um, that is a voter ID card that every citizen of Mexico, if you want to vote, you've got to have that card. And, um, Look, folks, uh, there's nothing racist about it if you want to have an honest election. But again, the Democrats don't want honest election, folks. They just want to win, and they want to win by any means. And, I'll, you know, later on, if we have time, I'll get to, you know, 2022, the, the Democrats are trying to buy the election. Um, they're going to – they're in – fact now working on a way to try and buy the 2022 election and i'll try and get to that later but let me let me talk a little bit more about hamas and and israel so let me tell you what israel's doing well first of all during that break i had a listener contact me it was uh, you listeners are great thank you thank you so much i cannot thank you listeners enough and and that's my goodness that's listeners in florida georgia tennessee texas uh california new york new jersey uh montana uh utah uh, i i just can't thank you guys enough it's so awesome 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 uh thank you thank you for listening so but i had an awesome listener point out uh, that uh, there's a meme going around and it shows uh, the uh, migrant kids in a cage and next to it the Democrats and this was uh, before the Biden was elected kids in a cage Democrats going boo 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 and shaking their fists and they're all pissed off uh, fast forward six months Biden's elected those same kids in the cage but instead of being kids in a cage the title kids in a cage now the title is migrant kids in a camp or something like that and the democrats cheering uh that this is what i if again if you're married to the letter d and you're a democrat you've got to start waking up and let your common sense come back because you've let it all go to the wind because and many of you democrats i know i know you you're my friends. You were screaming, screaming, calling Donald Trump a racist and calling anybody else a racist who and, and, and saying that the kids at the border in the cages and blah, 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 blah. All while the fact those cages were built by Obama, but whatever. Um, who cares about facts? And, and then those cages got, got worse, more kids in the cages, and more cages being built under Joe Biden. But I don't hear a peep out of you Democrats. I haven't heard one of you call Joe Biden a racist. Hey, you know what else, folks? It wasn't that just a month or a few weeks ago, Biden stopped travel from India. He stopped travel from India. Is he a racist? Is he a xenophobe? Where, where are you Democrats on this? Where are you media on this? You know, Donald Trump was the first to take, act, take action uh, against the COVID-19. Not the Democrats. It was Donald Trump that stopped travel from China. And what happened? Every Democrat elected official in Washington called him a xenophobe and called him a racist. And many of you, my friend, Democrat friends out there, called him a racist, too. Well, now Joe Biden has stopped travel from India. Is he a racist? Is he a xenophobe? Or does he just have that all-powerful, protected letter D by his name that just makes him you know, okay to do whatever he wants? Because he's got a letter D by his name. I mean, really, you got to think about this, folks. Really, really want you to think about it. But uh, anyway, uh, so let me tell you what Israel, Israel is doing. Let me tell you the difference. Because, folks, I can put it really simple for you. If Hamas 
were to drop their weapons today, if Hamas put down their weapons today, there would be immediate peace between Israel and Hamas. If Israel laid down their weapons, if Israel took down the Iron Dome, Israel would cease to exist by tomorrow. That is how I can easily I can put this. If you're wondering whose side you should be on, if you're so clueless and you think that the terrorists actually have an argument that Hamas has a right to do what they're doing, then just ask yourself this. If Hamas laid down their weapons, there would be instant peace. Or, or, or understand this. And if you think you can refute my argument, then bring it on, baby. <laughs> bring it. Because if Hamas laid down their weapons today, there would be instant peace. But if Israel laid down their weapons, and if Israel took down the Iron Dome, Israel would cease to exist by tomorrow. So who's the bad guy, folks? Who's the terrorist? And let me tell you what else Israel's doing. So Israel has every right to retaliate. Israel has every right to protect their citizens. And folks, there are Muslim people in Israel. Uh, Israel doesn't ban Muslims from Israel. There are Muslims that work there, live there, and, and play there. Uh, but in Israel has a right to protect all their citizens and everyone who's in Israel from these missile attacks from a terrorist Hamas organization. And uh, But what is Israel doing when they retaliate? The Israeli government and the Israeli military, through text messages, emails, flyers, any means necessary, they notified every innocent person they could identify and said, get out. Get out of this area. You're near a military, a terrorist military installation. Get out because we're coming for it. You think Hamas warned the Israeli citizens about bombs coming, about the missiles they were sending? Do you think Hamas warned anyone about the the uh, the the person, the bomb person? When I'm just boy, I'm drawing a blank. But the the uh, the bomber. Do you think they they warned the the cafe when they sent a bomber in? Do you think they warned a school bus when they sent the bomber in? No, <laughs> no, they don't. But the Israeli military and Israeli government went out of their way to text, to email, to to flyer, whatever they could do to notify any innocent, identifiable innocent person to tell them, you are near a terrorist military zone. Get out because we're going to level it. And that's what they did. And if you Democrats out there right now are going, but Victor, but Victor, they, they blew up a, a, a media building. Those bad, bad Israelis. No, they didn't. What you're not being told, that building that that housed the Associated Press, which I believe was Associated Press, uh, and Al Jazeera, that building that housed them was owned by Hamas. Al Jazeera and the Associated Press leased office space from Hamas. They knew Hamas was in that building. That building was a military installation who leased office space to the Associated Press and to Al Jazeera so they could influence how they cover the Middle East. And you can look all the checking you want to do and fact-checking, folks. You're not going to defeat my argument because this is the God's solid truth that you're not being told by NBC, ABC, CBS, PBS, NPR, CNN, MSNBC. You're not being told this fact. You got these media people writing articles going, oh my gosh, Israel bombed a, 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 an Associated Press office or, or a media office. No, 
They took down a headquarters that housed many generals of the Hamas terrorist military. Uh, And before they did it, they notified the press organizations and told them to get out. And both of these news organizations knew very well that for years they have been renting office space from a terrorist organization because they bend their news coverage based on what Hamas wanted them to do. And so Israel goes in there and takes that out because it's a military installation for terrorists. But you're not being told that. And before Israel did it, they told every journalist and every innocent person there, we're coming, you need to get out. And so that's why all these news people are out there writing these articles because they survived because they were told by Israel to get out. And you've got that going on every place, every... Israel is strategically and surgically attacking Hamas's headquarters and any military installation. And Hamas, they try and put innocent people and kids around these areas. But Israel does everything they can to get these people out so they can destroy these terrorist organizations. And it's about time that that Israel's do that. Look, I I have no... I have no problem with terror with uh, with with Israel finally getting to the point where they're like, "We're done, we're done." Hamas, we're coming for you. If I were running the Israeli government, I would have special forces seeking out every Hamas. If you put a Hamas patch on, we're coming for you. If you're in a terrorist group and you're vocal about it, we're coming for you. That's what I would do, and that's kind of what Israel's doing now. Uh, they've taken out already, uh, I don't know, four, five, six, eight maybe uh, top generals of the Hamas terrorist group. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And, uh, and, and they're doing it by sparing as many innocent people as possible. All while Hamas is targeting innocent people. Look, folks, this is so bad with American media. You're being lied to so much. There was an op-ed, I believe, in the Washington Post. You can look it up. Uh, just yesterday, I believe, uh, where this writer wrote... The Iron Dome over Israel is too good and too effective. And you know what he meant by that? What he was saying was, if more Israelis would die, if the Iron Dome wouldn't work so well and more Israelis, innocent people died, then maybe there would, then there would be peace between Hamas and Israel. How messed up is that? That's an American media association telling you that more people should die to bring peace. That's pretty messed up pretty messed up. And if you don't know what the Iron Dome is, folks, the Iron Dome is a United States creation. The Iron Dome uh, it was, was in conjunction with Israel, developed to protect Israel. And what it does is when Hamas throws all these missiles over there, the Iron Dome fires anti-missile missiles. <laughs> and they go up and they take these missiles out in the sky before they can land and blow up. And that's what's been saving Israel. It's absolutely amazing. And let me tell you what else you're not being told. So there are a lot of Palestinians who live in the Gaza Strip. There's there's a lot of Muslims in the Gaza Strip and 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 other people. And in fact, eight kids were killed in the past couple of days from a rocket from Hamas. These rockets are so bad that they're landing in the Gaza Strip. They're landing in Gaza and killing Palestinians or killing kids. Uh, eight kids were killed just the other day. Have you seen this reported on the news? Have you? Have you seen it? No. They're trying to tell you that Israel's killing people. When you've got Hamas terrorists killing their own people, in quotes, air quotes, um, they're killing people in the Gaza 
because of errant rockets that they're firing. And remember, up to this date, they've fired 3,500 rockets at Israel. And now some of these rockets, whether they're Iranian-made or Russian-made or China-made, because it's one of those, uh, they perform so bad that they're landing in Gaza and killing uh, let's just say unintended, unintended people by Hamas. And, and you're not seeing this in the news, folks. You're not seeing it. So look, folks, we have reached the end of the show. Uh, there's so much more that I need to get to, but you know what? We'll do it next week, folks. We'll do it next week. So listen, hang tight. Uh, up up next is Locked and Loaded with Roger B. This is Victor. I will be back next week on Point with Victor. You guys uh, stay tuned. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.